Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Still Figuring It Out. I'm your host, Kirsty, and happy Friday, you guys. This is when I'm recording it. It is a cool 8.50 p.m. right now, 8.51. It just changed. Gotta love that. It is raining, actually, right now, so it's quiet for once, um, which is nice. And it's just, you know, it's such a nice way to end the week. I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend when I'm recording this, which makes no difference to me because I work in retail. So I'm working the whole weekend and Memorial Day. I'm actually working straight through until this next Friday. I'll be working 11 days straight, which I have talked about, I talked about this last week. Um, so that's fun. My mental health is totally fine. I really am fine. I'm just, you know, when you like get to the end of the week and you're just like, oh, I just want to just like relax and not be bothered. And I had talked about like this whole like me disassociating because life is hard sometimes. That's how I felt today. Um, it was just like, it was one of those days where you just want to go home and you keep looking at your watch and it feels like no time has passed whatsoever. And it's just like, why does it have, why does it have to do that? Why does life have to do that to us? Like, haven't we had a shit year as it was last year? Like, why do we keep having to have this happen? Um, I'm sorry. It's like eerily quiet. I honestly have been waiting to record this because I do not like when people are going out and about in my place, like my parents and stuff or like taking showers, like in the kitchen. Cause I'm like near like the living room and kitchen and bathroom, which is fine. Cause I'm closest to like leaving the place like in the door which is fine but not ideal for wanting to record when it's quiet but now that it's oh my god I'm yawning and it's not even nine this is the life of an adult in their mid-20s this is what life has come to cheers um but yeah it's like eerily quiet right now so if I'm whispering it's not for like some ASMR shit it's just because I feel weird talking loud but um regardless I hope you guys are doing good. I hope wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, um, that you're enjoying it. You're it's helping you get through whatever day you're having, whether it's a great day or it's a shit day, or it's just a day that's was like today and just kept dragging for no reason, but because it could. Um, I just hope that this brings you a little spark of joy in your day to get you through, even if it's for a short time. That's what I hope for all this time me doing this um but let's just, let's just talk for a little bit um I have some things to update you on I have some things to talk about I think it's going to be a good episode um I'm very excited about this episode actually but we will get into that soon but you can probably already tell from the title why this is exciting but um let's talk about let's talk about this past week this past weekend oh my god it was such I've described it in my notes as a relaxing fun drunk weekend now let me explain. I have a friend group of like seven or eight of my friends and it's so funny because we're all like couples, like we're all coupled, but we're all friends, which is amazing. And I didn't know that it would take me so long to get to a, such a group of loving, wonderful people. And I'm so glad that I finally found it. And it took this long because that's all that matters in life for me. But um, it was one of our friend's birthdays not this past week, last week, um, we're both 19 babies. 
I was born February 19th. She was born May 19th. Um, so we had a little birthday party for her at um, a friend's house. And we've been doing this thing. Like it started with like my birthday because I'm the first of the friend group of the year. And I will never forget, like, this is, like, still my favorite thing this whole year is just, like, going into the house and seeing, like, decorations up and balloons everywhere and streamers and confetti and pinatas and my numbered balloons. And it was just so beautiful to see. So then I had this engraved in my mind. I'm like, I want to do this for every single person for a party. I want to be the person who supplies decorations because I love doing stuff like that and seeing the joy on their faces and putting something together it just makes it feel more like a party when you have decorations I feel like so I did that and we did it to like the theme of like Olivia Rodrigo's album Sour because it's like purple so we had like all like purple stuff like different kinds of purple and we got like Sour Patch Kids and we did that and we basically just like stayed at the place we um, played games we did cornhole beer pong which i had discovered me and my best friend are really good at beer pong it's kind of actually crazy i have not played beer pong i played it for the first time i never played in college because i didn't go to like college parties i was that weirdo who well i worked in college on the weekends so i would literally i dormed at my college even though i lived like not even 45 minutes away i just wanted that quote-unquote experience which I really didn't. I mean, that's a whole other thing I get into on this. Another episode is like college experiences and like how we live up to these expectations of like making it like the movies. And they're really not. It was a lot of me just like sitting in my dorm room eating food that I bought at like Stop and Shop because I hated the cafeteria food. Uh, but that's a whole other therapy episode for me. But um, I just went on a tangent. But yeah, so the last time I played beer pong, well, the first time, um was that this guy from my high school I went to like one of his work parties like during Christmas time this is like when my ex broke up with me so this is like a few years ago and I was just like on like a really bad like downward spiral of like recycling myself through like men and this was just like end of 2018 and 2019 was just like rough years for me and I'll admit it I was not perfect in those years um but regardless uh we went there and we like went downstairs into this like basement there was like this beer pong table set up and I was like oh crap and he signed us up to like play and I got like really drunk apparently and um oh my god I don't know why I'm tired I'm still yawning like this is ridiculous but um I apparently like the next day because I stayed over obviously because <laughs> I drank a lot he was like, you were so drunk. You were cheering for the other team when we were playing. And I was like, I don't even remember playing, to be honest. And like, this is like, I only knew him. That was also the night where I met someone with the same name as me, same spelling. And I was like, this is destiny. This is fate. Like, oh my God. And she was like a few towns over from where I lived. And I was like, oh my fucking God, this is amazing. There are other people like me. But um, yeah, so that was that. That was also the night that I blacked out and threw up on his lawn. And I thought I left my jacket at the party and it was on the floor the next morning. But that's a whole other story. Um, The other time I played beer pong was at this guy's New Year's Eve party um, that I invited myself to because I didn't want to be alone. That was also the same month. 
yeah, we don't talk about 2018, Kirstie. <laughs> but um, regardless, uh, I played beer pong at this um, house party in Boston with like a live band there. It's like an underground like indie band or whatever you want to call it. And we played in the kitchen, which is so just like indie movie feels. And we actually won, me and this guy. It was really good. And that was probably the most lively of a person I ever saw in him because he ghosted me and stood me up a month later. But I got a free shot after shot out of it when I went to the bar with my friend. I feel like I've told that story before because that was when I made out with my um, ex's brother. Anyways, so that long tangent has further proven to me that I won don't ever want to talk about myself from 2018 and two can further prove that I've gotten better at my skills because we did really good. Like you weren't like totally, totally the best, but we were, we did good as a team. I will say we did good at cornhole. We did good at beer pong. Like we could have dominated in college, but we didn't, but why not dominate in your mid twenties? That's just life. We get better with age, just like wine. Um, Speaking of wine, I, so we like started out with just like beers and stuff. Obviously drank a lot during beer pong and whatnot and played games and everything. And we got to like the end of the night and I was like on a wine kick after that. And I had literally, I kid you not, two glasses of like Prosecco in under 15 minutes. And that's when I was like, I looked at myself and I was like, I'm going to vomit. And I did. And I remember my friend whose birthday it was, she like came into the bathroom. She was like, wait, I have to give you something. And it was a scrunchie. <laughs> and I literally had just flushed the toilet after doing my business. And I was like, oh, thanks so much. And I'm like, it came in handy because I used it. And then I remember this because I gave it to her yesterday when I saw her. <laughs> and I was like, here, I cleaned it. Like I washed her. She's like, you didn't have to do that. I'm like, oh no, I did. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it was a fun weekend because then the next day, um, I went to a vineyard with my other, with my friends from the same party and my boyfriend and we got to go to the place that my friends might get married at as a venue they're looking at, which it is beautiful, but it was a hot as hell day. You guys, it was like a day where it was like in the nineties, like basically high eighties, close to 90. And um, we, this vineyard, you could like bring your own chairs and stuff and a blanket and like get, bring your own like food. And we got like stuff to make like a cheese, like cheese and crackers and whatnot. And it was so hot. The cheese was melting. It was disgusting. And um, we had like umbrellas attached to the chairs, which was fine for a bit, but it was windy also. And like it flung, it flung off. And I was going to chase after it. And I was like, I took off my shoes. It is hot pavement, but I'm still running after that bitch. And I managed to get it. <laughs> so safe to say we didn't use them. But I was like, this is very innovative. And it's something I should think to bring to the beach if I do go this summer. Because drum roll, I got my first sunburn of the season. And the thing about me is, is that not only do I burn very easily, it's like that little percent of Irish in me. But I burn in the weirdest spots. Like I I wore a dress and I burned at the top of my knees and my shoulder and the back of my neck. And I was like, how the fuck does that happen? 
Like it happens every year for me. Every summer I'm keen to get sunburned. Like last summer, it was my fucking legs and I had, it was so bad. I had to use fucking wet towels and I could not go up and down my stairs. Also, I am not cutting out these yawns because this is just real life. This is reality. I'm tired. I waited a long time to do record this episode tonight and I'm still recording it. So if I make you tired during the day when you're w- listening to this, I don't give a fuck. Take a nap. But um, hold on. I'm like, if I have my water, maybe it'll help. So a uh, water break or whatever you are drinking. Hopefully it's alcohol because I support you. So uh, cheers. I would be drinking alcohol too, but I have to go to bed in like an hour and a half because I'm boring and I have to get up at like 6 a.m. tomorrow for my shift. So, but don't worry, I'll make up for it tomorrow night when I go drinking, which I am so excited about because I'm going drinking with my friends who I have not seen since January. And I specifically know it's because I have not drank with them because I was doing a dry January. I had to have a mocktail and I hung out with them, which was just so not like me. I don't regret doing that month. We're going to a bar that I have not been to since pre-pandemic, and it just is so exciting. I cannot wait to be back to this bar and get my rum and Cokes, specifically Captain and Cokes. I'm so excited. Yeah, so I got a bad sunburn, so then we decided to go indoors to have drinks, and we went to this place, which I am a cider slut. I fucking love ciders. And we went to this place that specifically does like cider, just like regular ciders and cider wine. And oh my God, I got to refill my cans. I got a shirt because I love it. It's amazing. It was such a great needed weekend to really get me through my 11 day work, work days in a row. We're four down, seven more to go. One more full week. Woo. But, um. Yes, and also when I am recording this on this Friday, lovely Friday, May 28th, I am officially vaccinated. It's officially been two weeks since my second dose. I see it right on my calendar. I got it done May 14th. Your girl's officially vaccinated. I am ready for Vax Girl Summer, Shock Girl Summer. I feel great. I'm excited. I literally, we went to this place yesterday, me and a few of my friends, because we go to like breweries once a week. We already have our th- ours planned for next week, which is just amazing because I love doing this with my friends. It's such a nice like break in the week to look forward to. It's such like a nice like midweek. This week it was like later, which was fine because it was still nice. We went to this place and we didn't have to wear our masks because we were like looking we're like no one else is wearing them we're like oh my god do we have to like so we asked them they're like no if you're um fully vaccinated then you don't have to wear them we're like this is so weird like i didn't have to i didn't wear it like go to the bathroom like get up or like get food or get another drink it was weird i mean i'm still i'm not gonna get into whole like mask thing or any of that shit but i'm still as for me and my job i'm still going to wear my mask to my job because i just feel safer like that but you know stuff like that i don't feel as bad about not wearing it um i want to see more so like how it's going to go in the summertime because i know it's going to be vastly different than it was last summer so just all to be determined and to see but it was Nice to know that now I'm officially vaccinated and 
It's so weird to think that like a year ago today, it was so much different. And just seeing how it is now is just, it gives me hope. And I remember thinking that when I got my shots and I was like, you know, this is hope right here. This would not have happened any time ago last year because we were so uncertain about everything. And we didn't think this was going to happen for another year or two with everything going on. We didn't think it would be so quick. We didn't think it would come to us. And, you know, it feels, I feel very privileged and very, I acknowledge that privilege and I feel very happy and grateful that I chose to do something like this. Um, I don't take it for granted at all because I know there are people who cannot do it. Um, so just make the decision for yourself, but just make the right one. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not here to shove down my beliefs in your throat. I want this to be a neutral, safe haven for everyone. I just feel the need to share how I feel and you can listen to it or you could skip this and that's fine, but that's all we'll talk about and I need another sip. But um, I was very happy to hear that music is coming back. Concerts are coming back. Festivals are coming back. I'm very happy. My friend, so last year I was supposed to go to two festivals. I was supposed to go to Boston Calling um, and it would have been this weekend, which kind of makes it sad because it's always Memorial Day weekend. I mean, it would have been really bad too because the weather is shitty this weekend. So probably guess not that it is. But um, I mean, when I tell you I've been holding on to those tickets for like almost three years is insane. Um, but they're coming back this time next year. And I rolled over my tickets. I didn't ask for a refund because I was like, you know, I'm going to keep holding out. I won't do the same for concerts because I just have more hope in festivals, which is so asinine because they're 10 times bigger and 10 times more production and they're longer because it's three days. But um, my friend had texted me because we were supposed to go to Governor's Ball last year, this weekend after Boston calling because it's the first weekend in June. So it would have been literally next weekend, Um, which is why it's also supposed to be shitty. So like good thing too. But um. We got. A, he texted me and it was like, the festival is back on, but it's going to be in September of this year. So like the end of September, like 24th to 26th, like the last weekend. And I was like, oh my God, like part of me is like really hoping, like really, really, really hoping that it's still a thing and it's still going to happen. Because so I have hope and I have faith that people are just responsible and listen and are considerate of others and just don't go crazy this summer. That's like my biggest fear is that things are going to go this like wild and crazy and things won't be as good. But I also have hope that things will work out and I'll finally get to go to a concert festival for like the first time in almost two years. My last concert, you guys, was December of 2019. And like, don't get me wrong, it's been really great being able to save up that money but I just, concerts were my life. I used to go to like eight to 10 of them a year because I just loved it so much. It just made me feel so free and I could let go and not worry for like three hours of my day. So I have really high hopes that music is coming back. Um, so yeah. I swear I need to stop yawning. I'm so sorry. But um, so before I get into the topic, I just wanted to talk briefly about something. I might get into it more in like another episode, but 
I'm going to feel like such a hypocrite for saying this, but I know I talked about um, like getting my own place and like being able to record with my own like living room slash office, you know, being so high strung about saying like, you know, sooner or later you'll get to hear me say like, I'm in my new place recording this and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've made this decision after thinking it over that I am not going to be moving. Um, I have reasons for it. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm 26 years old. I work a full-time retail job. I do not make a lot of money. Yes, I do have a writing job, but I do not get paid well for that writing job. My writing is based on how much they pay me for the assignments, which is not much. Um, be honest, I am not financially equipped or ready to move out. I could definitely pay a year for my rent with what I was looking at and going for. But when you put into the idea of not only just rent, but bills for that place, your regular bills for other stuff like your phone, your car insurance, laundry if you don't have a unit in there or in the apartment, groceries, and not just food groceries, house groceries, paper supplies. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. And it didn't make me realize it until I saw my mom talk about it. And, you know, for me, I always had this big idea of like, you know, I'm going to move up by myself. I'm going to live a year by myself. And I'm really going to quote unquote, find my true self. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Um, because next year I might have the opportunity to live with my best friends when they get a house because they already said that I'm more than welcome to live with them and just pay, you know, for utilities and updates on the place, which I'm totally fine with doing that. And so for this year, I decided that I'm going to keep saving my money and I want to double what I have in my savings. And all in all, I want to start paying off my student loans for my grad school. I am incredibly lucky and privileged that my mother paid for my undergraduate by herself because she's a true boss bitch who could do it by herself working her job. Um, but I came to the conclusion that why am I going to put myself in this much amount of debt for getting my own place when I could use that money to start paying off my loans and not have to worry about it when it collects interest? Right now it's not because we're still in the forgiveness stage because of COVID. I guess the one perk of graduating during COVID is your loans do not collect interest even a year later. Um, but I don't want to get to that point where it does start to collect interest and I am this much in debt. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I owe almost $27,000 in my student loans, which to some people, that's not a lot. I went to a grad school for two years, mostly online with two residencies a year. Um, and that's how much I owe. And that's about the same much as my mom paid for my undergraduate for four years. So, yeah. Um, I just found that it was a better decision for me to do that. Because um, it kind of sucked, yeah. I always had this, like, idea that I would be moved out and whatnot. Because I had this, like, hatred of, like, living with my fam my parents still at this age. But I mean, the fact of the matter is that I'm not the only one. 
half of my friends still live with their parents. And, you know, our generation is probably one of the worst when it comes to financial stability. We have the lowest minimum wage. A lot of kids are not moving out. A lot of kids are still dependent on their family. We're not good with getting jobs. There are no jobs out there that can support us. So in the long run, it's the best decision for myself. And I will thank myself later for doing it. Um, so instead of moving out, I've decided that I'm going to redo my room because I'm like, I already bought a mirror. I already bought a bookshelf thing. So why not take my old furniture that I bought last year? Because it just does not fit my aesthetic. My aesthetic right now is half like white minimal and like boho chic, I guess. I don't know. I don't fit aesthetics, but like my room is just like, it's livable, but it's not quote unquote cute. So that's going to be my little project. I'm going to sell my old furniture, buy some new furniture, still keep the bedding because I love that bedding. I love a little moss green moment and just go off the stuff, like get some new prints to put on my wall and just do that. I think it's going to be the better decision and I think it'll be better to do that and I'll feel happier with what I did. So, cause I don't know what's going to happen in a year. I can't predict how it's going to happen. I could be recording this right now and the next year I'll be looking back and thinking, this is how much has happened. So, you know, a lot can happen in a year, which I guess that is the best way to get into our topics. We have two topics for this episode this week. Um, we are celebrating and I'm going to teach you how to have a hot girl summer. So without further ado, let us get into these riveting topics that I cannot wait to share with you. So as I said, you guys, we are, for one of the topics, we are celebrating because why are we celebrating? It is my one year anniversary since putting out my first episode of this podcast on May 31st. Hold on. I have my episodes out. On May 31st, 2020, I put out my first ever episode, Welcome to the Shit Show. And it's funny because this episode will go up on the 30th, so it'll literally be like almost a whole year. I can't believe I have done, this will be my 45th episode. So I have missed a few episodes in between for reasons, and we will go back on this year and live it out. <laughs> um, I cannot believe that it's been a year. This time last year, I was using my tablet that my mom got me for my graduation. I was using my old headphones from my very old iPod, <laughs> an old phone. And I was recording this in the room I had at my grandmother's house. And I cannot believe a year later, I'm recording this at a desk with a actual microphone on a laptop at an apartment with my parents in a different city, not too far away. Don't get, it's not New York. Don't get, don't get confused. It's a very rundown city, but I cannot believe just like, even like the year change with like setting. It's so nice to sit at a desk with like a actual microphone. This is probably my favorite Christmas gift I got. 
because it was a last minute one, but it was so nice to have. Um, I, I can't believe it's been a year. And I mean, what a year it's been, you know, who would have thought I would start this during COVID. But I think that was the best time for me because I, for one, I felt so uninspired. I felt so in a rut. I was in a depressive episode. I mean, I have a lot of depressive episodes, but besides that, um, (laughs) I just felt so unlike myself because I was in such a state of uncertainty with a lot of things in my life, personal and just everything wise. You know, I just graduated from grad school in a backyard graduation, my old cap and gown from my undergrad. I felt a little lost. I still feel a little lost sometimes, but during that time I did feel lost. And it's really crazy now that I have a paying writing job, I'm writing again and it just, it feels really nice. And I always said to myself, I started this podcast with the intention of mind to be able to have someone relate to something that I say. I don't need every single person to relate to what I have to say. I just want one person who's maybe having the worst day of their life to turn on any episode of mine and be able to take whatever they have on their mind and forget about it for the 40-ish minutes or whatever, how long I record and just feel like whatever they're going through is so minuscule in that moment. And when they take off their headphones and end the episode, I want them to know that even if your life isn't back on track, there's hope. I think that's such an important word, hope. Because I'd had a lot of hope this past year. I kept thinking and searching for something better because I thought I was in such a great place. And I wasn't. I wasn't in a good place. I thought I had someone great in my life. And I didn't know I was getting used more than a napkin. Just passing around. Rubbing it dry until your fingers bled. And... I think it took me permanently deleting people from my life romantically or something better to blossom. And I don't like talking too much about my dating life. I mean, I read my old articles, so that really isn't saying much. But when it's something good, I've learned to not talk about it too much because it doesn't end up happening like that. But I don't think that's the case, knocking on wood right now. Um, I know he's listening to this right now. So hello. (laughs) That's so funny to me, but, um, I will never say, I will never say his name. I'm not going to say his name. I made that mistake with one guy and look where that got me with a better person. So goodbye. You who will never not be named anymore. It was a J name. So that says something and he drives, drove a truck. So enough about that. Um, Yeah, one year ago I was planning planning my podcast. I had no idea how to do it. I was scared. I was nervous. I contemplating even wanting to do it. I did it on a whim. I made my own artwork on there on my little tablet. I wrote it all out myself. I came up with the name myself. And and it happened. And I didn't expect it to go anywhere. I was so happy when I saw one play. And as of today, we have 1,345 plays a year later. 
I will not ever forget. It was like in the summertime. I will never forget when my podcast reached a hundred plays and I kept having these insane goals for myself. And when I hit like 500 plays last December and I had another goal in my planner that I wanted to reach 1200 by June and I did. And so now it's for 1500 for the end of the summer. And I do little goals like that because I don't expect it to ever one happen or get so consumed by it that it has to happen in a week. I've said this multiple times. I don't do it for the plays. I don't do it for the views. I don't do it for anything. But it's really nice to know that people want to listen to what I have to say. Um, I have two five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts, which is insane to me that people care enough to do that. (laughs) So thank you to the two people who did that. It really made my day to see that. I just went on and on a whim because I don't listen to my podcast on Apple. I listen on Spotify, um, which actually, weirdly enough, my podcast that's played the most on Apple and gets like the least played on Anchor, which is where I do this podcast. So I thought that was really interesting because I don't listen to my podcast on Apple. I just find it more convenient for me on Spotify because I've had Spotify since like college. So it's just a better convenience for me. But um, anyways, I went on there randomly one day and I just like happened to like scroll down to the reviews and I saw that it had like five stars for two ratings they didn't leave comments and I wish they had because that would have made me really happy but it made me even happier knowing that people cared to even read it so thank you for that two strangers I send virtual hugs to you <laughs> um but um yeah I it's funny enough because I had thought about doing a podcast for so long, like that whole year, and I have such big imposter syndrome because I just don't think anyone's ever, everything's, anything's ever gonna come out of that. And it felt really nice to finally take that plunge and say, fuck you to my thoughts. I don't know why I just flipped the middle finger off to my computer because you guys definitely cannot see that. Um, I was very passionate about that, clearly. But um, I thought I would just go through some of my favorite episodes that I've done with you guys and just reflect on it, Um, even if they're the ones that were like the most played or I'm not going to go through all of them because I do not have time for that. And we have to talk about Hot Girl Summer. So obviously my first one, Welcome to the Shit Show, I talked about, I mean, I can literally go through the description and say I'm not going to do the whole description. I just you know, talked about who I was, why I created this podcast, you know, going from a shy person to finally getting my writing out and my voice out there, finding my voice. And it's really great. Um, I can't believe I was brave enough to talk for almost 43 minutes in my, on my head, on my headphones, my little iPod headphones with the mic and just put it up to my mouth. I was so nervous because I didn't think I would get anything. And I remember like playing it over, making sure that it sounded right. I literally used to do this thing where I would play back my episodes to make sure that it sounded good. And now I just put it all out there because I don't want to listen to myself again. I literally, I kid you not, guys, it's probably so weird, but I don't listen to my episodes after I record them. I don't listen to them. I think the only ones I ever listened to fully were like my first ones. And then my most played one, which is the one that I did about my mom, Mama Knows Best. That one has like almost over 
almost 250 plays, which is insane to me. Um, it's the one where it was the week, I think it was a weekend before my mom's wedding, which is so crazy. It's going to be a year in like two or three months. And I, oddly enough, I gave my maid of honor speech in that. It's so funny because when I was going to write out the speech, I literally listened to that episode and would pause every single time and write it out. And I had five pages back in front of my maid of honor speech. And I read that whole thing at my mom's wedding, cried through it, but I managed. And everyone came up to me and said how good that was. And there were people crying. Someone, one of my mom's friends got it on video and I could not look back at it. But it, it was such a special episode for me because it was so not prompt. I didn't read through it. I didn't read anything off of a paper, which I find those are sometimes the best episodes that I do. Like even my most recent one, just like a let's chat. I didn't have anything planned. I didn't write anything down in my planner. I didn't write anything on an outline. I just talked because sometimes those are the kind of episodes that you need. They're the ones that are the most important. Um, cause I was really going through it a couple weeks ago, which is life work and stress and overwhelming and burnout, such intense burnout. But yeah, um, I think the one thing that I've really enjoyed about this podcast is that it's much like my writing. You know, I can have my writing speak for itself, but I can also speak for myself too. So that's the way that I see these different creative fields and platforms. Um, I love writing. I love getting my thoughts on and being honest. Um, but I also love being able to talk about some things that aren't really talked about a lot in society or just in podcasts in general. And, you know, mental health is such a big thing that I talk about. And I did an episode on um, how to get yourself like out of a funk, you know, when you're going through something really low. And I talked about, you know, when I first experienced like mental health issues, like anxiety and panic attacks and when I got my first one and, you know, still battering, battling depression years later, you know, and how we can put on such a good facade for others, but deep down we're still battling our own demons that people don't see. And I think it's incredibly brave to know that you got out of bed today when you felt like you couldn't do it. So I don't know. I don't, I think if no one told you today, I'm proud of you and I'm happy that you exist because sometimes I say that stuff to myself and I don't believe it. But when I, other people say it to me, it makes me feel better, even if it's for a fleeting moment. But um, yeah, mental health is something I'm always going to talk about because it's so important. And I think we have to get rid of the stigma that, you know, mental health is this taboo subject. It should be something that's more normalized in society and just everything in general. So um. Yeah, I also talked about, you know, dating and my first. I thought that was a really good one. I liked talking about, you know, first kisses, first hookups, first times, first time saying I love you, just like first boyfriends, just any kind of first in general, because sometimes they can be the worst things, but you're always going to have those in your mind and you're always going to have those memories, even if the person attached to them is someone you wish you could forget. I think the moment when that first happens, is something that you may not compare with other people in your life because you think it can be better, which it can 99% of the time. But you, know, you still have that 1% that makes you hold on to it for a reason, even if it's just to have for a memory. 
Um, I talk a lot about body confidence and body image issues as someone who grew up hating the way that she looked. Um, I think it's so important to normalize that all bodies are different and all bodies are beautiful. And just because you don't look like that Instagram model who uses Photoshop and Facetune to change their appearance doesn't mean that you're any less beautiful and less of a person. Um, I think we live in such a world, I think we live in a world where it's so normal to contort yourself and to change who you are for the approval of others. And that's another thing about like comparison and we compare ourselves to others so much that we think that anything about us is bad. And I really wish that we as a society could start teaching people, especially younger people, that the way that they look is okay. And if they want to change things for themselves, that's fine. I used to be such a negative person when it came to changing anything about somebody. Like if you wanted to get surgery, if you wanted to get like, I don't know, change your hair, just do something different. I always thought it was such a stupid mundane thing to do. And then I grew up and realized that, you know, I'm not doing it to impress other people. I'm doing it to make myself happier. You know, dyeing my hair is something I've wanted to do for years. And I didn't do it for the approval of others. I did it for benefiting my happiness and giving me serotonin. (laughs) And it's a nice little thing to look forward to every five weeks that I'll look nice. And it gives me such a confidence boost because I feel really nice. I feel beautiful the way that I look like that. I mean, there's things I wish I could change about myself, but I'm never going to because one, that costs money. And two, it's such a dumb thing to say, but like, this is how I was brought into the world and I don't want to change who I was just in general, I guess. I don't know. I've always been a big proponent of saying that, you know, this is my body. This is my choice. And no one should get to decide what goes on in my body because you're not living inside of it. Um, especially if you're of a different gender, a man, I don't think that they should be making rules about women's bodies and what we should do with it. Um, because if you live and have a period for a week, then maybe you'll know, but you don't. Um, it's so funny because my boyfriend always apologizes. Like, I'm so sorry about the men in this world. We are terrible. I'm like, you're not all terrible. It's just the way that some men were brought up to think that they were lesser, that they are better than women and that we're lesser than them. And that's really, really, really not the way that it's supposed to be. Um, But still, society has taught us... Society is really fucked up. I'm just going to say that. Being on this earth for 26 years, I have learned that society is completely taboo and fucked up. Um, so that's on that. But um, what else did I do? My um, I did um, talking about ghosting, being ghosted, being the ghostie, um, what it means. Um, I really liked when I started... Um, reading some of my writing on here when I did my poetry about all my exes I really enjoyed that episode and you guys did too so thank you for that I was that was when I first read any of my writing on a platform and it felt really good um to do that because for so long I thought it was just going to stay in a computer or in my journal and no one would physically 
hear me reading this. Which brings me to when I read my thesis a couple months ago, which was really great and really nerve-wracking. That took me so long to do. So long. It's so crazy to think that it started out as just a little tiny tidbit of a short story. And then it ended up being 130-something pages of a novella. Truly, truly the longest thing I've written and the most profound and grateful thing I've ever done. It was really hard. I then started talking about another thing that I love, which is books, reading, talking about like a little book club of like authors that I've read and books that I've read by them and authors you should know and just books I think are so intriguing because I love books and I love talking about them. And it was just really, really great. Um, I talk a lot about just, you know, I don't really know what to describe my podcast as because I did a lot about like, you know, dating and relationships and just like the things that I've learned in my past about what not to do and just like things that I've saved myself from doing in the long run and like not wanting to make a mistake of doing twice. So thinking about like the questions of like, what are we? Like, am I settling with somebody? Is this person actually good for me? What are the red flags? What are the signs I missed out on? Um, you know, talking about first dates and, you know, sometimes guys didn't want me and that's okay. And being my own independent fierce self and, you know, going into the whole no date December, I did a lot about just, you know, the whole idea of like, you know, just because I'm alone, I'm alone doesn't mean that I'm necessarily lonely. And I will say that doing a no date December, not even because I forced myself to do it because I just didn't want to deal with men. I deleted the people out of my life that didn't serve me a purpose anymore. I deleted my dating apps. And then I'm my boyfriend of now. And I've never met a guy per like face, like not like face to face, but like in person. I've always met them online beforehand. And it felt really nice that it was so natural to do that. Um, so that was really nice. Um, and then I started getting a little, little philosophical, you know, talking about, you know, what are the best years of your life? What really are the best years of your life? Do we know we have such a profound idea that it's either high school or college, but then you get into the idea of like, well, then what if, what if it's not, you know, what if it's after your twenties or what if it's not until your thirties or fifties? I think time is such a profound thing. And it really has shown me, especially this year when I've been talking about struggling to accept 26 and just knowing that how I'm getting older and I'm not, I can't go back to my college self, even though people in my work think I'm still 19, which is nice, but please just like give me the age to where I can drink at least. Um, there was one guy who thought I was like 23 and I was like, no, honey, I graduated grad school last year. Like I'm not 23. I'm not smart to do all that. Um, and then I talked about, you know, things I learned from my birthday episode, which was fun. I love doing like l writing down like numbered things about what I learned in that year, just in general. Um, and, you know, I started getting really deep lately, you know, feeling like a failure, feeling the burnout, the let's chat, 
and I took a lot of breaks too. Some breaks were needed, some breaks were just necessary, and some breaks were ones that I didn't think I was going to come back, but I'm back. And I think I'm going to be better than ever because I have plans, you guys, because we are gearing up for a season two. And there are some things that I want to add, some things I want to change. I definitely am going to change my logo. I may have a picture of myself. We'll see. I'm going to work on that hopefully soon and have it up by next week or on the anniversary. I don't know. We'll see what's to do if work doesn't destroy me. Um, but um, yeah, I want to try to get guests on it, my friends, that would be fun to do. I want to start doing actual monthly things like either the monthly thing. I can't go into like the first week is a book thing. The last week is a story. I want one monthly thing to be something every single month, whether it's a book review, whether it's an author you should know, whether it's a story thing, I want it to be consistent like that. So those are some things to look forward to. And I can't believe I've talked 23 minutes about this podcast and I could go on so much more, but we have our last and final topic, you guys. We're going to talk about how to have a hot girl summer. And it kind of like oddly came together when I was um, with my friends this past weekend and we were just like talking about like, I don't know, like bodies or whatever. And my friend goes, he's like, it's thick bod summer. And I was like, you know what? You're on to something. You are on to something. Um, I think honestly, we as people, we've gained weight. I think a lot of people can suffice to say that in 2020, we gained our weight. It was like, it was a weight I thought I would gain in college, like the freshman 15. I gained it at 26. <laughs> it was a 26. It was a mid 20s, 15, more so 20. But, um, you know, I've talked about this in a few episodes about saying, you know, like I have struggled with my weight. I've always had a fast metabolism. I've always hated the way that I look. And I don't know if it's just like recently with like changes or whatever with getting older, but I've been able to keep on my weight. And I finally, you know, I talked about this too. I'm like, I finally gained my goal weight. I'm not going to say like weight because I know it might trigger people. and I don't want to ever do that to somebody. Um, but I finally feel like I'm at a healthy and happy weight. And I truly have learned that loving my body has significantly boosted my confidence. And I know that it's hard for everyone and we're all different when it comes to that stuff. And it just feels really nice to know that like, okay, if my jeans from high school or dresses from high school are too short or too tight or don't fit me anymore, that is okay. Like I literally was like trying to decide what to wear this past weekend. I was like, oh, I don't know what to wear. Not that it wasn't looking bad on me. I just couldn't decide. It was just one of those things. And I'm going with like a cute dress I bought at a thrift store. And I had this jumpsuit on that I had for like years, like literally like almost four years. And it was a little, it was a little snug in the midsection area, like the upper thighs and stomach. And I've realized recently that my stomach doesn't go in anymore. It leaves a little kangaroo pouch. And I don't know why the fuck I said that, but I just thought it was cute. Um, it leaves a little pouch hanging over. And I really love that. 
I really do because it's so nice. I don't know why I want to cry. I don't want to do that. That's gross. We're so emotional over a one year podcast. It's so nice to be able to feel extra weight instead of bones. Um, I'm sorry if that's triggering. I should have made a warning. I'm just being honest like I usually am. It just feels so nice to be able to actually grab onto something instead of barely being able to pinch something. Um, Because I didn't think I would ever get like that. Oh, we're emotional, but it's fine. Um, Basically, I just want to tell you how to have a hot person summer. And it's a big spoiler alert, but you just need to be yourself. Um, If you want to know how to have a bikini body or a swimsuit body, first you got to buy a bikini or a swimsuit or put on one of your old bikinis or swimsuits. It doesn't matter if it doesn't fit you. Fuck that. Fuck what anyone says. Or if it doesn't fit you, get the next size up. Get the next size down, wherever you are in your body. And there you go. Put it on. That's how you do it. You walk out with confidence. You don't give a fuck about what people think about you. Because I spent basically my whole life caring about what people thought about me to the point where it consumed me so much that I didn't even want to go outside. And now it feels so nice to just walk out and not have that looming, those looming thoughts in my head. It's so beautiful. And I hope that wherever you are in life right now, you will feel that one day because it is such a wonderful, beautiful feeling. I'm 26 and I'm finally feeling it for the first time in so long. And I wish I could tell my younger self who was being bullied for her weight and who would check the scale every day and would not eat that you'll feel so comfortable in your skin. And you won't think about those people who stared at you with their disapproving eyes and their devilish laughs and their pointed fingers. They didn't see you as some freak show. You will put on jeans that are not labeled skinny. You'll throw out your skinny jeans. I have not worn skinny jeans. I can't even say the last time I wore them. I threw them out because they didn't fit me and they were uncomfortable and they hurt. So I said, why am I going to wear something that physically hurts me when I can just wear something better and probably more flattering? So I did. I did. And maybe my bathing suits won't fit me this year. That's fine. That is more than fine. Because you know what? You have one life in this world. Why the fuck are you going to spend it caring about what someone thinks? So I want you to have a hot person summer and be your fucking fabulous self. And I'm going to end it on that. So I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so much for sticking around this long talk again. We will talk again next week and be on the lookout for some new changes.
I'm so grateful for you guys. I can't believe I've been doing this for a year. I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your whenever you're listening to this. Bye.